0: Is President Biden running the show? I think we all know the answer to that. Golfers make their comments known regarding the Georgia integrity election law from the Masters in Augusta. And Border Patrol spending $75 million per week on illegal, alien, unaccompanied children. Who's paying the tab? You guessed it. We are. Bold Alpha is presented by Davidoff of Geneva, makers of Camacho and the Camacho Connecticut. Tame, but tuned up to deliver more flavor and more satisfaction. Morning, noon, or night, it is always the perfect time for Camacho Connecticut. Camacho, strength and character, it's in our DNA. Available at DavidoffGeneva.com. And by Gurkha the world's finest cigars, including the new Gurkha San Miguel, a medium to full-bodied Nicaraguan puro that delights the senses with notes of white pepper, gentle earthiness, and a sweet honey-like finish. San Miguel by Gurkha. Visit GurkasCigars.com. Greetings and salutations from Command Center Alpha. It is Alpha Dave, your global five-star general, alpha male in chief. I welcome you to Bold Alpha, your destination for alpha male lifestyle conversation and unabashed commentary. President Beijing Joe Biden, is he really running the show? I had somebody ask me that earlier this week, saying, well, Biden's doing this and Biden's doing that. And I said, stop right there. Joe Biden isn't doing anything. Let me explain to you how this entire administration is working. This is a shadow administration. Barack Obama, who never moved from Washington, I think the only president that remained in Washington, D.C., after leaving office, is running the show. Now, he's not running it from inside the White House. He's got a shadow White House in the uh, one of the neighborhoods. Uh, I think it's... Uh, uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the neighborhood, not Colorama, something along those lines, where all the embassies are, very close, three miles from the White House. But let me tell you and explain to you how it's working so that if somebody tells you, well, President Biden's doing this or that, you correct them. Barack Obama is running the show. This is his third term. He's not physically in the Oval Office or the White House, but he is dictating every policy, every move, everything that is going on. If you think Joe Biden or Kami Kamala is making any decisions as pertaining to federal policy or a strategy, think again. It is all coming from Barack Obama. He once stated, when asked, would you run for a third term if you could, he said, no. He said, what I'd really like is if... You know, I could make all the decisions in the background and let somebody else take all the heat and have all the pressure. He said, in that case, yeah, then I'd like it. Well, guess what? It's happening. It's happening as we speak. So here's the chain of command. Barack Obama and Valerie Jarrett. You have to remember, Valerie Jarrett pushed the Obama's careers in Chicago. She was a power player, knew many people. She got Michelle a a $300,000-a-year attorney gig at one of the hospitals. She was the one that pushed Obama for the state senate seat. He was an organizer. What the hell did he know about anything? Nothing. She was the one that spearheaded And let me tell you, there were dirty tricks that took place when Barack Obama ran for the Illinois state senate. I love the Democrats. They always say, we want to run a clean campaign above board. We don't want to be slinging mud. They are the absolute worst at slinging mud. And it's about time, and I've stated this, that Republicans wake up. Wake up. Get nasty. Get dirty. Don't be afraid to mix it up in the sandbox. Don't be afraid to mix it up. Get in that that mud pit and get dirty. President Donald Trump was never afraid to take on the media. He was never afraid to call them out. The media hated him, just like we see Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida, very successful state. Unemployment is low. Seniors were vaccinated. Seniors were protected in nursing home facilities and adult living facilities. The economy opened up. Our rate of infection is lower than many of the states that were on lockdowns and still are on lockdowns, like California. Yet our unemployment rate is four percent. You take a look at New York State, which I think is nine percent. People's Republic of California, somewhere in the eight percent area. And yet Florida is thriving, so that's why 60 Liberal Minutes had to do a hit piece on Governor DeSantis. They had to fabricate nonsense. They had to chop sound bites to make the narrative fit or to make the, the, the audio fit their narrative. Dishonest, no integrity, and that's why nobody trusts the Libstream media. And when people call it the mainstream media, I always correct them. There's nothing mainstream about it. They are the ultra-liberal stream media. That is the term you must now use, because that is the truth. But getting back to Obama, Obama's the one calling the shots through Valerie Jarrett. He confers with her. Valerie Jarrett then relays all the instructions to Susan Rice, who was named a special domestic policy advisor. You will recall, Susan Rice was the former ambassador of the United Nations, total lightweight, who lied about Benghazi. The Obama administration sent her out and came up with that cock and bull story about, being a, about a YouTube video, that's why the embassy was attacked. We all know that's bullshit. And then, while she was the national security advisor... And the spying took place on the Trump campaign through the weaponization of the American intelligence agencies under Clapper and Brennan and Comey. She was the one that, on the last day, about... An hour before they are leaving office, before Trump is inaugurated, they come out with this. She writes an email to herself for the file saying everything was done by the book because they knew everything wasn't done by the book. She was covering her ass. And so that is why it was imperative that the Dems rigged the election for Biden because had Trump remained in office, all the secrets would have been uncovered. They started to unravel started to be uncovered, and prosecutions would have taken place. Now, you're not going to hear a word about anything. Forget John Durham. He hasn't done shit in I don't know how many years. And using COVID as an excuse was nonsense. You'll see nothing come of that. It is pathetic. Crimes were committed, and they'll walk free without any prosecution after abusing the intelligence agencies, the FISA process. It really is... A tremendous stain on this country and on the deep state. But Valerie Jarrett, correction, Susan Rice, the Obama-Jarrett administration knew, they knew that Susan Rice would never in a million years be confirmed by the Senate for her actions that took place with weaponizing the intelligence agencies. So what does Obama, what do Obama-Jarrett come up with? They come up with the special national domestic policy advisor role. What does that do? What does that mean? It means she is the conduit for all the directions, for all the instructions to come from Obama and Valerie Jarrett, who is his de facto vice president. She relays, Jarrett relays it probably using Signal or another secure messaging service or audio telephonic service so that it can't be traced. The NSA can't can't tap into it just in case. And then she, Susan Rice, tells Biden and Kami Kamala exactly what the policy is, what they're going to read. When you look at Biden, he is, has a blank stare when he is reading things off the teleprompter. Any speeches, anything he does, he just recites it. It just, it, it looks, there, there's no passion, there's no, there's no feeling into it, he's just going through the motions. Why? Because he didn't come up with those words. He didn't come up with the policies. So next time somebody says to you, well, Biden's doing this and Biden's doing that, you correct them. It is Barack Obama and Valerie Jarrett that are making all the decisions, that are setting all the policies. In fact, 95% of the hires in the current White House, those decisions came from Obama and Jarrett. And if you look at Jen Psaki, sounds like a Japanese drink. I'm going to have a Jen Psaki. She was Obama's former press secretary. They're bringing the same retreads back. And if you think when Biden is gone, Kamala is going to make any difference, forget it. She's going to do exactly what Obama and Jarrett tell her to do. That is fact. So anytime somebody says to you, Biden's doing this or that, you go ahead and you correct him because we all know the truth. Camacho cigars are known for their strength and character. It's in their DNA. They're unconventional. Now, you know when you talk about a mild-bodied cigar with a Connecticut wrapper, it's the same story. Light, golden, mild... Yawn Camacho decided they were going to strip it down and tune it up with more flavor, more satisfaction, enough to earn a seat at the Camacho table. While still maintaining a nice medium bodied character, the Camacho Connecticut starts with a Connecticut wrapper from Honduras, a binder from Honduras Authenticorojo, and Honduran Dominican Republic filler. What do you get? A nice medium-bodied cigar that is tuned up, that delivers cream, woody nuttiness to round out spice and sweetness. Camacho, Connecticut. Good any time of day or night, morning, noon or night, you can never go wrong. Camacho, strength and character, it's in our DNA. Available at DavidoffGeneva.com. Well, I've spoken about the Georgia election integrity law, and it is amazing to me the outrage the Libstream media has for, for this new election integrity law. Politicians on the Democrat side of the aisle. Biden basically blatantly lying, blatant, blatant lying Biden. They're making nonsense up. You see it in sports. Major League Baseball, Rob Manfred. We are going to move the All-Star Game. Now, they moved the All-Star Game from a city that is 51% black. Huge number of black-owned businesses that would have benefited from the economic boom of the All-Star Game taking place in Atlanta. So who did Major League Baseball hurt? Did they hurt the white-owned businesses? Well, sure, probably. But more so, they hurt the black-owned businesses, the people they're supposedly trying to protect with, a, with, with saying that we can't have any voter suppression, which is a load of absolute blatant nonsense. The one thing I want you to remember about Democrats, they come up with great catchphrases, talking points, and they lie. And as I've said over and over, half of this country, half of Americans are stupid. Now, not the people that are alphas like you and I, we're intelligent, we're smart, we are well-versed, well-knowledged in current affairs, in the news of the day, but we all know that half of America is stupid. Half of America doesn't pick up a book. Half of America doesn't take the time to find out facts. They rely a, a, for a, a really towards the libstream stream media to basically tell them what to think. And i stated all along. That you could feed half America, half of the Americans a pile of steaming, hot, freshly cooked dog shit and tell them over and over again, this is filet mignon. And they'd look at you and say, well, it smells like dog shit and it looks like dog shit. No, 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 no. This is filet mignon. It's a new type of filet mignon. This is very, very special. A new type of filet mignon. And if you tell to the dumb half of the population over and over, They will eat it, they will believe it, they will take a bite, they will eat it, and they will look at you and say, this is the best filet I've had in my life, when in reality, it is a pile of steaming, hot, freshly cooked dog shit. You know it, and I know it. Now that's the little secret that the most wussified betas don't want to acknowledge. The Libstream media doesn't want to acknowledge. It's not politically correct to say half of America is stupid, but I'm not politically correct. But it's the truth. Now, those of us that are alpha males, that are spirit connoisseurs, cigar connoisseurs, that are worldly, which represents this audience, we know better. We know that even if we read something, we are going to investigate it ourselves. But yet, you can tell people. You need to eat that beautiful pile of steaming filet mignon when all along it's dog poo. Well, here's the little kicker. We have heard all these government officials and the Libstream media regurgitate that the new Georgia election integrity law is racist, It is voter suppression. It restricts voting rights. And I ask you this, how many people have even read the damn bill? How many people have even read a summary of the bill? It's a 98-page bill. How many people have read a two- or three-page synopsis of what is included? The answer, none. None. And the latest example is from The golfers at the Masters. I happen to see, Sergeant Steve, do me a favor. Can you cue up the Masters music so I can get... There we go. I'm going to start talking like Jim Nance. Hello, friends. Welcome to Augusta National. The home of the most uptight, snooty, boring members you would ever come across in any golf club in the country. But I get on my knees with my knee pads and I fillet The president of Augusta National because I want to keep broadcasting from Augusta National and be able to play once a year on this hallowed ground and the hallowed course, Amen Corner, the Butler Cabin, all the pomp and circumstance that goes with Augusta National. Now here at Augusta National there is no rough, it is called the second cut. We can't say bikini waxed greens, no. They're fast greens. They are fast manicured greens. So as we talk about the golfers here at Augusta National who weighed in yesterday on the Georgia integrity law, several of them stated that they were all for equal rights in terms of voting. They weren't in favor of voter suppression. They all had concerns with the law. Yet, how many of those golfers even read the law or read the synopsis? Well, as I report to you from the tower at the 18th hole, I can say most assuredly, not a damn one. And yet, if these, Guster, these golfers playing at Augusta, the hello grounds of Augusta, coming from around the world, if these golfers were so concerned about Georgia's election integrity law, I pose you this question. Why did they as a group not withdraw, not picket, not strike, and refuse to play the masters? Well, Jim Nance here to tell you, friends, why? Because they are all hypocritical, full of shit, low-intelligent golfers that haven't read the bill, that haven't read the law, that haven't read a synopsis yet, They all have comments. They all have opinions. But when it push comes to shove, none of them, none of them will back out of the Masters. And speaking of someone not backing out of the Masters or his membership at Augusta National, Major League Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred, who moved the All-Star Game after having conversations with Stacey Abrams. And you ready for this? LeBron James since when is LeBron James known as an intellectual leader since when I guess a better question we should ask friends has LeBron James ever picked up a book and read a book has he even read this law the answer is no now Rob Manfred met with both Abrams and LeBron James and while both stated both LeBron James and Stacey Abrams stated they were not in favor of boycott. They told Major League Baseball the opposite. But now, because those people that are being affected are many in the black community, they're changing their tune and blatantly lying. The damage is done. But yet baseball goes from a state that was implementing new election integrity laws with 17 or 18 days of Early voting, a guaranteed two Saturdays of early voting, guaranteed safeguards to absentee ballots. They have moved from a state that has 50, or a city that has 51% black population, to a city with 9%, to Denver, with election laws that are even more restrictive than Georgia. So I ask you, friends, who got shafted in this whole deal? That's right, Georgians, and specifically, black Georgians, whose livelihoods, businesses would have benefited tremendously. And Rob Manfred is a member of the hallowed Augusta National Golf Club. Will Manfred renounce his membership? Will he resign from Augusta National? You know the answer to that question. As I look in the tower here over the 18th green and over the picturesque setting of Augusta National, the hypocrisy runs rampant here at Augusta National because Rob Manfred will never relinquish that membership. There's a small number of members, I believe 300, maybe less. Membership is by invitation only. You are sent a letter saying you are hereby invited. You can't apply, you can't ask or seek to become members. It's a very selective club of old timers, of old white crackers. Fred Ridley, the chairman of Augusta National Golf Club at his annual State of the Masters address on Monday, had a statement that included not only references to the beauty of the course, and announcement of a new video game, but focusing on the new Georgia election law. He said, and I quote, I believe as does everyone in our organization, that the right to vote is fundamental in our democratic society. No one should be disadvantaged in exercising that right to vote and it's critical that all citizens have confidence in the electoral process. Well, Freddy Boy hit it right down the middle. Didn't say a damn word, essentially. Didn't say, we want voter integrity, we like the law because everybody should be required to show ID to make sure they are indeed voting, and we like it because it expands early voting. So there will be fewer lines and more opportunities for everyone to vote. The hypocrisy runs rampant at Augusta National, friends. So this weekend, as you watch me, Jim Nance, talking in muted hush tones, and as you watch the field participating in the Masters here at Augusta National, know that they're all hypocritical, phony sacks of shit that haven't read the bill. Haven't read a synopsis, yet take a stand, saying they are not for voter suppression. Add that to the list of sports events that I will not be watching, in addition to Major League Baseball, and now the Masters, which, watching golf to me anyway, is like watching paint dry. Not exactly watching an exciting hockey game or a football game. So as the hypocrisy runs rampant here at the Masters, gymnasts saying so long, friends, from another picturesque setting here at Augusta National, where I'm ready soon to, at the end of this tournament, to get on my knees and perform fellatio on Fred Ridley, the Augusta National Golf Club chairman. So long, friends. Gurkha is known for producing the world's finest cigars. When you look at their blends, you look at their packaging, you look at the bands, everything about Gurkha screams quality. Gurkha has just released a new cigar that is totally about absolute taste and quality, the San Miguel by Gurkha. It's a Nicaraguan Puro, Nicaraguan wrapper, binder, and filler. Perfect medium to full-bodied balance loaded with complexity, layers of flavor, including white pepper, a nice natural earth tone, finished with a sweet honey-like taste. San Miguel by Gurkha features 100% agonor leaf, Nicaraguan shade grown Corojo wrapper, double Nicaraguan binder, Nicaraguan filler. If you're looking for a medium to full-bodied beauty, go no further. Then the new San Miguel by Gurkha. Visit Gurkhasigars.com. Well, Jim Nance has left Bold Alpha. And in our last segment, let's talk about the border situation that was under control when President Trump was building the border wall, build that wall, finish that wall. When he had the Mexican president keep all of the illegal migrants on the Mexican side of the border, apply for asylum from Mexico in an orderly fashion, but not let them rampantly come through. Well, when Obama took office, oh, correction, yes, I know Biden took office, we've already talked about that, it's really Obama and Jarrett that are running the show. They wanted the border open. They wanted illegal aliens coming. Why do the Democrats want open borders? Now, they want a wall around their capital. They want walls around their homes, but why don't they want a wall around the border? It's very simple, because there are no new Democratic voters being created. Democrat voters are now scarce. Once people realize that Democrats are enemies of America, that they want to destroy America, that they want to burden this country with excessive taxes and horrible policies, there are no more Americans that want to become Democrats, so they have to create new Democrat voters. How do you do that? Illegal aliens. And make them beholden to you. Make them think from the beginning that they are you are on their side, that they are nothing without you. Get them hooked and dependent on the welfare system. And that's exactly what the Democrats will do. All these illegal alien Unaccompanied minors, children that are being dumped across the wall, parents that are criminally leaving their kids, letting these coyotes, letting these cartels smuggle their kids into the United States with nothing, with nobody, abandoning them essentially. And who's got to take care of these? Who who, who becomes the the, uh, the the essentially the guardian, the custodian for these kids? the American taxpayer. It is costing $75 million per week to look after, house, feed these illegal alien dumped kids. That's $195,000 per kid per year. You and I are paying that. How do you like that? Isn't that great? We're writing the check for hundred and ninety-five dollars every year for these kids. Now, one of the Republican congresswoman from Indiana who I believe is from Ukraine or Russia she was very passionate she there was a press conference earlier this week the republicans were at the border and she stated what we're seeing is criminal parents that are dumping their kids that are that are allowed that are basically handing over their kids to criminals to dump them over the wall abandoning their children she said if i did that as an American citizen, dropped my two kids off to a fire station or on the border or anywhere and just let them fend for themselves at four years old, eight years old, ten years old. She said, as soon as the children told police their names and they tracked it down to who their mother is or their parents, those parents would be arrested and put in jail and their children taken from them from uh, by Child and Protective Services. She's right. And yet what do these Democrats say? Oh, the parents that are dropping their kids off, that are abandoning their kids, are absolutely wonderful. To the contrary. It is criminal what is taking place. Criminal. There's over 20,000 illegal alien kids. These, I'll tell you, I'm in the wrong business. You're in the wrong business. You know, maybe I wouldn't mind uh, smuggling some of these illegals in. Hey, $14 million bucks a day by these cartels, tell you what, like I said, I'd work for maybe a week and be done. Say, okay, I'm done. I'm finished. Great. That was a nice 100, 120000000 bucks. million. I'm done. Okay. Hey, listen, I got $120 million bucks cash free. No problem. That's the rest of the American citizen's problem. Taxpayer's problem, not mine. That's essentially what's taking place. So now, we have 20000 and it's growing. And oh, by the way, the Secretary of Homeland Security, Mohorkas, stated in a meeting, and the transcripts or the details of the meeting were leaked, saying, number one, we need to fill in those walls, complete the walls in the areas where all the smuggling's taking place. Gee, you think you would have figured that out right from the get-go, you dumbass? You'd think that the Obama-Jarrett-Biden-Harris administration would have figured that out, but Barack Obama and Valerie Jarrett didn't care. Now when it's a total mess and they're getting heat over it, oh, now they want to finish the wall because they can't handle the flow of kids that are coming through. And the second thing that Mohorkas stated was that he's frustrated with many of these sanctuary cities when ICE, when Immigration and uh, Customs Enforcement want to go in and arrest some of these criminals and deport them, that The local law enforcement agencies in these primarily Democrat-run sanctuary cities are not cooperating. No shit. Really? You're surprised at that? Your own party has concocted that nonsense. They did it during the Trump administration and they're continuing under the Obama-Jarrett-Biden-Harris administration. So I find it rather amusing. He's frustrated. Now wants to build the wall. Shouldn't have stopped from the beginning. And speaking of illegal aliens, in the crumbling empire uh, state of New York, the legislature, the state senate, state assembly are now totally controlled by Democrats. And you have a Democrat governor. All controlled by Democrats. For many years, the state senate was controlled by Republicans. No more. And the Democrats that are running the show in the House the Assembly and in the Senate, are ultra, ultra, ultra-leftist socialist Marxists. They have proposed a $221 billion budget, a record, including massive taxes, tax increases. Just to give you an idea of the size of this budget, New York State is has 2.5 million fewer population than the state of Florida. The $221 billion New York State budget is the size of Texas's budget and New York's and Florida's budget, I think the third and fourth largest states now combined. Think about that. New York State's proposed budget, 212 or 221 million, whatever it is, I think it's 212 million, a billion, not million, 212 billion with a B. More than Texas and Florida combined. Think about that for a moment and think of how huge the population is in Florida and Texas. Again, New York State, two and a half million fewer people than Florida and yet their budget, larger than Texas and Florida combined. They just now approved a $2.1 billion payment towards illegal aliens who did not receive money under the Recovery Act, the stimulus money, the assistance, you know, the $1,400 checks or $600 checks that were going out. So here are illegal aliens that have come in illegally, and now they're being treated like citizens. I'm sorry, they broke the law. When they came here, they should have zero expectation that they're going to get anything from this government. Education, health care, protection, anything. Came here illegally. And now New York State's going to write these criminals, these illegal aliens, a $2.1 billion check. It is outrageous. And if you want to know why New York State is a disaster and is a crumbling empire, there's exhibit A right there. $2.1 to illegal aliens. It is absolutely outrageous. And as these kids funnel in, these illegal aliens keep pouring across the border and are being released. They're being allowed on airplanes without ID. Now, if you or I want to go and get on an airplane, we have to show ID, yet these illegal aliens don't. That's another crock of shit. And now the TSA is saying, well, we're waiving it special circumstances. Really? If I go in and say, yeah, I got a flight, but I need special circumstances. I'm a citizen. You know what they'll tell me? Sorry, can't get through unless we have ID. But yet illegal aliens being handed uh, envelopes with cash and and not speaking the language and having a a city put on there saying Tulsa or Phoenix or Los Angeles, where do I go? They're being ushered right through security without any ID. We have no idea who these people are. All we know is they're illegal aliens that cross the border illegally. And now they're going to tie up our hospitals. Their kids are now going to choke up the school system. Schools right now are packed as it is. In many cases, they're underfunded. In many cases, they're packed. Now what's going to happen? You're going to have a huge plethora of kids that don't speak English, and they're going to hold American kids back. And many of these illegals are going to work cheap taking away jobs from Americans that would pay good wages. It is a disaster. The Obama, Valerie Jarrett, Biden, Harris administration is a disaster. What is taking place on the border is a disaster. As a citizen, as a taxpayer, you and I should both be absolutely outraged that we as American citizens are treated as second-class citizens, while illegal aliens they're being ushered to the front of the line. Come on through. Welcome. You'll get all these free medical care. You'll get all free education. We'll put you on welfare. And you don't need ID to take to travel on an airplane because the TSA will waive the rules because you're special. You're an illegal alien. It's time we put American citizens first. Close the border. Build the wall. I'm sorry. I don't want to hear, well, we need to be compassionate. And they have problems down in Honduras and Nicaragua and and, and Panama and Costa Rica and and all these other countries. Stay in their own countries. Apply legally. Otherwise, shut the border. And as far as I'm concerned, put up a giant electrified fence. And if you try to climb it, you get zapped, and that takes care of the problem. Harsh, but I am sick of being treated as a second-class citizen, as an American citizen, and so should you. Alpha Dave, reminding you, make masculinity great again. Don't forget to make sure that you subscribe to the Bold Alpha podcast and our Brother Cigar Dave show podcast. Don't forget also to join the Cigar Dave Officers Club. If you like cigars, you want to enjoy the alpha male lifestyle, you get three cigars shipped to you every month in the Cigar Dave Officers Club Ziploc pouch, $22.95 per month. We've got a great selection from PDR Cigars for April. Absolutely delicious. You will love it. So join and enhance your alpha male lifestyle. So once again, Alpha Dave, your global five-star general alpha male in chief, Telling you to make masculinity great again. Don't apologize for being an alpha male. Live it up.